Identity is a big thing. It can cause crisis when you don't know your identity. Hence the term identity crisis. Today's topic is inspired by the musical that I absolutely love, um, either as a movie and recently got to watch it as a theatrical performance. So as a child, I remember um, watching The Prince of Egypt and it's something, um, there was always something about it that I absolutely loved in my memory uh, and I knew I wanted to watch it again. And so if you remember that song, there can be miracles when you believe. Now, I, yeah, <laughs> that's just my quick attempt and not sure how long I can sustain that note. But when it comes to Moses' story, it's something I never thought about. Um, the fact that Moses had to embrace his identity as an Israelite. So they were in captivity as um, slaves in Egypt. And Moses were, went through experiences where today he's part of the Israelites. He's born as an Israelite baby, but actually his life is under threat. Um, and then tomorrow he's with the Egyptians. Uh, the Bible says that by faith, Moses refused to be called the son of Pharaoh. Okay, so Moses had to um, had to go deeper into accepting one identity and rejecting the other. And he had to embrace who God really created him to be so that he could fulfill his destiny. Hello and welcome to All Field Life. My name is Kundai and I'm really pleased that you've uh, taken the time to, to watch this with me. This is a topic that I'm really, really passionate about, identity, and I just believe we're in a season where it's so important that we know our identity in Christ. On this channel, we focus on being about the Father's business, making the most of our time here on this earth, uh, and just focus on revering the Father whilst we have his breath in our lungs. So please, if you haven't already, do subscribe, like and share with someone that will be blessed by this topic as we go into discussing claiming your identity and gleaning from Moses as experience. In Hebrews 11 verse 24 to 29 in the New Living Translation it says, It was by faith that Moses, when he grew up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to share the oppression of God's people instead of enjoying the fleeting pleasures of sin. Ha! He thought it was better to suffer for the sake of Christ than to own the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking ahead to his great reward. It was by faith that Moses left the land of Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He kept right on going because his, he kept his eyes on the one who was invisible. It was by faith that Moses commanded the people of Israel to keep the Passover and to sprinkle blood on the doorposts so that the angel of death would not kill their firstborn sons. It was by faith that the people of Israel went right through the Red Sea as though they were on dry ground. But when the Egyptians tried to follow, they were all drowned. So it's amazing to see the story of 
um, the story just in a summary form in Hebrews 11, 24 to 29. We see that Moses radically refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. You know, Moses became accustomed to living with riches. He came, he became accustomed to having many plenty things available to him. But he says that by faith, by faith, he refused. He refused all of these things to be the, the right, the access. If you remember not so long ago, um, someone, uh, a case in point, uh, Prince Harry and Meghan, they refused to have anything to be, uh, anything with the, um, <clears throat> anything with the royalty within the UK and so they said we don't want to have any part of the estate and this is similar to what Moses did at the time that meant all the special treatments if you think of what um, for example Harry and Meghan would have done all the special treatment all of that that's all gone right and so today I want to challenge you who has who has God called you to be what pleasures of sin do you need to let go of you see, it says that um, Moses chose to share the oppression of God's people instead of enjoying the fleeting pleasures of sin. You know, there are things that we have access to that, you know, we can compromise our walk with God. But what does God want you to let go of today by faith? What things are you holding on to that prevent you from fulfilling the destiny that God has called you to? What areas are you compromising that withhold you from achieving purpose in life? You see, it says in this scripture, if you continue reading up to verse 29, we can see Moses achieving the full purpose that God has given him. Okay, we know it took him some time to get to that place, but it was from the point that he decided by faith, I am letting go of the pleasures of sin. You know, it says that, the Bible says that Moses left Egypt unafraid of Pharaoh. You see, Moses was on a search for his identity. Well, actually, he wasn't even searching. He knew his identity. He knew that he was an Israelite. And so he rejected the, the life of pleasure and he chose oppression. He was going about it the wrong way, of course. And we know that um, in his attempts to, to fight for his people, he then was, you know, in trouble with Pharaoh as he killed an Egyptian. An Egyptian. But you know, for him, the most important thing was delivering his people. For him, was making the most important thing was making sure that the children of Israel came to a place of freedom. And so he was not afraid, okay? So today, who are you afraid of? You know, what are you afraid of breaking free from? Why are you afraid of breaking free from those people? Like Moses did, I want to challenge you unafraid, in an unafraid manner. Let go of fear of people, what people will say, how people will judge you, how they will come after you and decide to pursue God and achieve his purposes that he has for you. You see, to achieve destiny, a separation has to take place. Separation is painful, okay? So, like I said before, there was this constant back and forth which resulted in the painful separation where Moses had to run away from his own people. The pe his own people were also rejecting him, okay? They couldn't appreciate that, you know, Moses was trying to, to, to help them get their freedom. 
okay? And he must have thought he had uh, already had the ability to help them. But you see, there had to be a separation from everything that Moses was trying to depend on, everything that Moses was trying to rely on for him to fully know what it is to depend on Christ. So we see then that Moses was then... Um, being pursued by Pharaoh, but Moses was unafraid. He escaped. He had to separate himself from that whole environment. And the Bible, as we know the story, it says that he went into the desert. He went into um, to live with the Midianites, okay? But that was him being in that place of separation where God can, where God could speak to him. I'm sure he probably didn't realize at this point. Uh, I'm sure at, um, at some point, you know, he was 40 years, as we know, in the desert. 40 years in the desert, 40 years trying to work out how he is going to fulfill his destiny. Granted, he may have already given up on that. Remember, he's lost his access, his privileges as a son of Pharaoh, as a son of Pharaoh's daughter, and he doesn't have access to all of that. But what we know is that Moses was choosing, he was choosing his path. If he could not fulfill it, he would much rather be away and so he ran away so I want to challenge you today with what the Word of God says in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17 it says therefore if anyone is in Christ he is a new creation old things have passed away behold all things have become new you see there is a new place um, our new identity that we can claim as we come into Christ and to behold the new identity in Christ that requires a separation from the things that we were holding on to, from the things that we were associating ourselves to, from holding on to sinful pleasures, things that gratify our flesh, instant gratification. And we behold the new. The word of God here is saying, all things have become new. So key principles to learn from Moses. You are not what you do or you don't do. So remember, you are not a human doing. You are a human being created to be a part of God's master plan based on his um, based on his purpose that he had for you whilst you were in your mother's womb. And the plan of God is based on his leading, not your efforts. It's not even about your mistakes, the mistakes that you make as you try to fulfill God's will. Number two, you are not your possessions. So you're not what you have or what you don't have. God's plan will come to pass regardless of your privileges, regardless of those things that you feel you need to have to accomplish his will. You remember that Moses was separated from all that he had, the privileges of being um, Pharaoh's grandchild, okay? And he had to depend. God said to him, the stuff that you have, this is what you're going to use to perform miracles, to do many things. We know that that stuff is what he used to part the Red Sea. It was not about the wealth and the riches that he had access to as an Egyptian, but there was greater that God had placed inside of him, including his dependence on him, including his time of separation, including his ability to encounter God as, as we saw. Um, and as you may know that Moses then came to the 
burning bush, he encountered God in the time of separation. He knew to depend on God. So remember, your identity is not what you have and God's plan will come to pass regardless of what you think you need to have financially and um, God makes a way for you. The final thing, you're not what people say about you. In other words, it's not about people's opinions or judgments. We saw Moses running away, being hurt by, his, by the rejection that um, his fellow Israelites, you know, um, his fellow Israelite made on him as he was trying to stop a fight. Remember, God still had a plan. God has a plan for you. And even though someone may be in judgment of your actions, someone may be critical of what you're doing. God's plan will come to pass, regardless of people understanding it right then or there. So we'll take time to go through walking in our identity and I'm really keen to invite you on this journey where I'll be sharing on walking uh, and claiming our identity in Christ. The old is gone and behold, all things have become new as it says in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17. See, all things have become new and I want you to claim your identity. I want you to remember to separate yourself, to let go, to ask yourself what are those things that you are holding on to. And together we will walk in the fullness of our identity. You will walk in the fullness of the identity that Christ has given you. Remember to embrace and walk in Christ's identity in you. You are a new creation in Christ. You are alive to God in Christ and dead to sin. The desire to walk in sinful ways is overpowered by the desire to, feel, to fulfill God's glory on this earth. Because the word of God says in Romans 6 verse 6 to 8, um, to 8 in the New Living Translation, it says, Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin, for he who has died has been freed from sin. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. So remember that the, the fact that you died with Christ, you no longer have to fulfill the desires, the sinful desires in you, they are dead and you are alive to God in Christ Jesus. You are not your past. There is no condemnation to those in Christ Jesus. You are for signs and wonders. Christ empowers you to know the hope of his calling and the glory of his inheritance, which he has placed inside of you. You are not to do it alone, but you are to call on him and tap into the power that he has placed inside of you. Thank you. And again, I look forward to going on this journey with you and claiming our identity, letting go of the past and claiming the present. Thank you. So thank you for watching. If you haven't already, please remember to subscribe, like, comment and share with others uh, so together we can keep being about our father's business and encourage each other along the way.